This week on Rider Ramblings, Eloise, Faith, Anish, and I discuss the anniversary of the Four Seasons Landscaping Press Conference, some Roosevelt Instagram accounts, um, the Fox News Christmas tree, and a whole lot more. That's coming up. The number one podcast for Roosevelt High School. We're the only podcast for Roosevelt High School. But we're still number one. So true. Hi, I'm Isaac. We also have Eloise here today. Hey. And we have Faith. Hi. And Anish. What's up? And Mr. Merenstein uh, may or may not be here right now. Hello. <laughs> He's sort of floating around. Um, He'll so, pop in and out. Yeah. All right, first up on our big list of topics is... Eloise, I think you have a segment for us today. I do indeed have a segment. Uh, so there's been an emergence of accounts on Instagram that are Roosevelt unaffiliated, but have but feature students from Roosevelt. And honestly, kind of sucks, not going to lie. Um, because a lot of them just have photos of students that were taken without their permission and uh, are usually not like... Very flattering photos, like there's the Roosevelt Sleepers account, which is just photos of people sleeping. RHS Bad Parking is like it. It, features... it's so, it would be okay if they blurred out people's license exactly. plates. Exactly, like don't. that's personal information yeah. that people can use to track down other people. So, uh, RHS Terrible Parking. If you're listening to this, please block out people's license plates. Thanks. Like if you're just posting photos of like, oh look, this car is now on the curb, and this one's floating over here, like. That's fine. We can all... It's funny, but, like, please just block out people's personal info. Yes. And then uh, the RHS Best Fits account is pretty much just bullying uh, underclassmen who are literally just developing their own sense of style. Like, if you're going to go after younger queer kids, I don't like you because a majority of the people on there being posted were part of the LGBT community. Um, anyway, I think that these accounts to just, like, straight-up stop. There is an account called RHS Affirmations, which is pretty interesting. Uh, it's not actually posting photos of students. It's just, like... Memes. Wholesome memes. Yes. Wholesome memes, calling out accounts who do do that other stuff, and are pretty much just relatable jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we should float more towards, like, just, like, the wacky stuff people do. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, know? wacky, fun, funny stuff. Like, people get, getting haircuts in the bathroom, but, like, <laughs> consensual photos of that. And uh, I have, like, a series I do on my own Instagram that's just, like, weird things I found in the figure department today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's my favorite thing. Exactly. Like, you know, we I don't mind having weird, funny memories of high school as long as I know that the photos exist. Like, yeah. if I know that somebody took a photo of me with permission, I'm going to find that a lot funnier because I'm in on the joke and I'm like, oh my god, uh, yeah, I cannot believe I did that. Rather than finding it out on the internet where it's posted mm -hmm. publicly, like, that's not smart, first of all. Second of all, it's pretty gosh darn rude. So yeah, I would, if you or someone you know is in charge of one of these, we love them, but please... Block out people's personal info, or at least ask to take a photo first. Yeah. We could all use a little bit of positivity spreading after what happened a couple of days ago with one of those accounts. Yeah. 
It, it's not funny. I mean, just like... I don't know. I feel like it's just gone a little too far. Oh, it's absolutely gone way too far. Like, this is just a new form of cyberbullying. It's just Roosevelt-specific. Mm. Yeah. But it's, it's like not that... Really new in it's not even Roosevelt-specific. Like, yeah. there's a ton of high schools that are doing it. But, like... It's like someone got the idea, and then it spurred off everyone else. Yeah. Like, they just immediately were like, oh my god, wait, this is a thing I can do. Exactly. And you know, now it's just happening. Mm-hmm. And as, like, a meme format, I, it makes sense. Yeah. But, like, without the whole, like, shaming people. Exactly. Exactly. Thing. As a meme, it's funny. As as long as everyone who's actually involved in it is in on the joke. And then if you have to make jokes at the expense of other people that, who you who personally aren't you or affiliated with you, then it's not funny, period. Yeah. Basically. So Definitely. don't joke about it if it doesn't apply to you. Like, that's just basic human respect. That sort of brings us into another thing on the, on the list of things we wanted to talk about, which was last week, and yeah, me too. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about this on the podcast, but I think it's something that deserves to be talked oh, about. Oh, definitely. So. Uh, just a note, three out of four of the hosts today are white, so yeah. we aren't personally affected by these, but we are, however, extremely pissed and extremely disappointed by whoever started this account. And it's still part of the community. Exactly. It's still part of the community, and the, the threats were general. Exactly. There were also threats made towards, uh, well, I mean, it was also secondary compared to the absolute yeah. uh, mess that was the racism, but there yeah. was also a lot of threats Long sent threats. to, yeah. yeah, there were also a lot of, like, homophobia, there was also a lot of homophobia and transphobia that happened in messages, yeah. and as a person who is a member of the LGBT community at Roosevelt, it feels really gross walking down the hallways and knowing that maybe someone I'm just walking past in the hallways could have potentially posted that or been a part of that. Just the horrible thing for me is, like, this is not a one-time thing. Oh, yeah. no. You can, you can like, racist, homophobic, all of the above incident happens. I'm incredibly... Wait three months and yeah. then another one. I'm incredibly disappointed, but I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. only a matter of time. Considering the demographics of Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, the other thing that was really disappointing is that it felt like the administration didn't handle it amazingly. I wanted staff in the administration, because it was really scary because the kids knew more about it than the teachers did. Yeah. So we're seeking answers. We're scared. Mm -hmm. We are not feeling safe because of these threats in yeah. this account and the teachers can't tell us anything because they don't know also it all everything we said was news to them also there's like some legal stuff especially yeah. with the bomb threat but like yeah. um and i would love to, i would have loved to have some follow-up yeah them. i would have loved more transparency from admin yeah. about the steps that they were taking to ensure that this school was going to be a safe environment and for follow-ups everyone. because yeah. apparently according to my mom who actually seeked went to find people who could like tell her what was going uh-huh. on they have the person in custody. They don't go to Roosevelt. And it was the same person, the same person who made the bomb threat also made the Instagram account. Huh. Ah. And they didn't tell anyone about this. We yeah. don't know. That person goes so, to Roosevelt? Or does they don't. They don't. Then why are you telling your Roosevelt high school? Yeah. That's really interesting. I mean, Roosevelt is majority white and we have had problems with racism in the past. So. For all we know, it's an alumni. Yeah. Me? So in my AP line class, we've been talking a bunch about like urban like high schools and how they're like largely uh, what do you call this thing? 
they're like most of the children in the in those schools are majority white, majority black, Asian, whatever. In New York, especially, and how they try to like change, but there's no real changes. I feel like this is all kind of related. So yeah. Yeah. Because to my knowledge, Seattle schools had a busing program. Um, for if you're not familiar, busing is where um, basically the idea is is even though there's like um, segregated neighborhoods, um, the school district tries to integrate schools by like busing students from one school to another school to try to mix up the demographics. But I think was it the financial crisis? They canceled it around 2006. Um, so I think they should bring that back because I think that would really help with the Roosevelt culture is just to have. Different people here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I agree that would be that would be cool. Just also it's just new faces because Mm -hmm. we get we do get really clicky here. Kind of, yeah. I've noticed it's it's not as bad as I think I've seen in other schools. Yeah. I I'm kind of like a person who sort of socially floats around, but Mm -hmm. I can do that because I'm an extrovert and so I just talk to everyone regardless of whether or not they're interested in listening to me. It's interesting that I've only just sort of become part of a friend group this year. Well that's really nice actually. Oh it's It's lovely. It's amazing. I think one of the things that the school really lacks in terms of administration and also just for students in general is accountability. Yeah. Mm. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that ends up getting swept under the rug or just like yeah. hidden. And instead, like, I mean, there's been parts of the school and some clubs that have made mistakes in the past with wording, like yeah. the newspaper. And I think that, like, while those mistakes probably shouldn't have happened, the accountability is really important. To cut results on Slack, to be honest, it's actually one of the better schools in terms of diversity. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I say, I say unfortunately the because Seattle, it's unfortunate yeah. that it's. Like, Th- so white is, and still yeah. considered one of the most diverse schools. But yeah. uh, it is kind of interesting that it is one of the most diverse schools Because Seattle Prep is, has, like, straight white kids. And um, and on, like, websites like Nishi or whatever, um, they have them rated A-plus diversity, which is really funny. It's not true. But for us... They have, what, like, do they have, like, a token gay student or something? Where they, like, go to assembly, it's like... The student walks on the stage and the administration is like, look! We have diversity! <laughs> yes! Hello! Say hello to diversity! <laughs> Thanks, diversity! You can go now! <laughs> hello, this is Fred. Diversity. <laughs> He's our diversity hire at the school. We literally paid him to be a student here. Well, I mean, don't the students rate the schools? No, I think there's, like, an actual person that, like, goes to schools. And okay, because, like, on Niche, I know that, like, you can write reviews and stuff for oh, schools. Really? Yeah, that's also how I'm looking at colleges, because Niche has actual reviews from students who went there who were like, this college had a rat in the kitchen, and I hated it. Oh. And I'm like, no, not going there. Versus <laughs> other students who are like, I really, really like the community here. It was great. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And so then, like, there are actual reviews and ratings from students. And so it's, it's really funny to me that just... A, if that's, like, true with the A-plus and diversity, just a group of white kids are like, yeah, this school's diverse. And I'm like, what? Are you different shades of white? Like, <laughs> slightly different concealer shades? Like, is that what's up? Is one person, like, porcelain and the other person's, like, cream? Like, hello? I should have known about that because mostly for my college certs, I just looked at, like, angry threads on Reddit of, like, this college is terrible. It did this, this, this. And I'm like, okay. And I, like, 
Make a big spreadsheet with like all of the things people said. My best oh advice. My, my best sick. advice when looking at colleges is to read the three star reviews because that's like going to be the average in terms of colleges, and so I'm just going to see what people's standards of average are. Huh. That's a because like idea. if you if it gets a five star review, that's like a person's personal experience, you know, and then if yeah. it gets a one star, that's another person's personal experience, and then a three star is like. The average person's average experience. Three stars, it's fine, but there was a rat in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, but there was a rat in the kitchen, and it, like, eventually got cleaned up, but it was kind of gross. The, yeah. yeah. The way you phrased it, though, made it sound like the rat lives in the kitchen. <laughs> Say hello to the rat, kids. <laughs> yes, I'm going to college with Remy from Ratatouille, actually. He's an extreme student. Oh. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be He's fun. learning how to cook American food. Good heavens. American yeah. food. What what even is American food, honestly? Because to be America's honest, like, America does not have American food, like Indian food, Chinese food. I mean, and, we've and, stolen and, everything yeah, from every yeah. other culture on exactly. our I think most, like, actual, like, food that came from America, not, like, mm-hmm. Americans stole pizza from Italy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, like, actual American food, is most of it comes from the South. Mm-hmm. Be like, fried chicken, anything barbecue, you know, chicken and waffles. I think those. I was going to say. anything. Yeah. I was going to say actual American food would be, like, food that was grown on Native American land before oh, yeah. anybody came here. Yeah. But, like, that works, too, I guess. I guess it depends on what culture you're talking about. Because yeah. there's sort of, you know... Native there's American. obviously hundreds, thousands of tribes in America. Yeah. And so, not to, like, generalize or anything. It's just, yeah. like, if you're truly thinking about what American cuisine is, it's literally just native dishes that have been passed on mm-hmm. for thousands of years. That's yeah, that's like a fair point. Like, I'm really interested yeah. to, like, go to college as literally as far away as you can get from Seattle. <laughs> no, I'm terrified. I don't want to leave. But I'm, like interested to see how it's gonna be different no because same because my dream college is like all the way in massachusetts and then i'm like yeah this is fine i'm i'm begging you i'm in georgia i'm georgia you know this isaac oh yeah yeah i'm at the savannah college of art and design oh yeah you're the person who got in early admission right yeah oh congrats that's gonna be so fun i'm very excited yeah oh you're moving yeah next year yep not even next year well, yeah. In June. Yeah. Like, we're selling our house in June. Oh, wow. Oh, whoa. You're oh, selling you're, your house? your entire family? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Well, because here's the thing. I'm not self-sufficient. Okay. And I'm not independent. Okay. And I'm an anxious person in general. Okay. And therefore, I will do better with my parents nearby so that uh, I can reach them if I need them. Fair enough. Counterintuitive. Yeah. But it'll work. I mean, your parents are, like, fine with the move, right? Oh, my dad is, like, desperate to leave. <laughs> Fair enough. Looking he's, at the housing costs in Seattle, he's, like... She's... Georgia housing costs are much better than, um, in general. Yeah. So, yeah. We already bought a house, so we're... The U.S. is expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, Seattle is... Seattle well, in general. It depends on the place, Seattle, to be honest. Like, the most ex- one of the most expensive cities in the United States. It's, like, uh, the fifth most expensive city. Yeah. If you it's bought also it, very high with uh, unhoused populations. Definitely. If you bought that a house too. in the 80s, it was cheap. Yeah. My, so, parents, my parents bought our house in 2004, and now it's worth, like, a lot of money. And then my dad's like, yeah, I should probably sell it when I retire. And I'm like, no, I need to keep this prime real estate in case I move back because I actually like this city a little bit. Yeah. One of the big problems is with gentrification, you mm-hmm. end up with um, 
people, low-income people, um, end up, their height, house prices keep rising, and then they just can't pay taxes anymore. Yeah, there's also gentrification removing literally all of the cool culture from Seattle, and then just adding another Starbucks to the already wave of concrete and Starbucks shops that we already have, and catering to white people specifically. It's weird because I actually, I come from a very different perspective, where I lived in like this very small bubble in Oregon. Okay. And I lived there for the first like 10 years of my life. Uh And it's just like, it was basically like all of these people are upper middle class, mostly white, and I... I'm very glad we left because religious and it's not the most diverse place to be in terms of identity, in terms of race, in terms of like, um, just, it was, it was a bubble is what it was. And I would be still with those same kids that I knew when I was like four and they would still be my best friends now. And they wouldn't probably be the best friends to me because they weren't back then. Um, and I was lucky to get out when I did. I, I like to thank my parents for that because they put me in Seattle during like the pivotal years of my life. And now I have all these friends that are diverse and have different perspectives than me. And now I know not to be like, oh my god, where did you go for spring break? Did you go to Hawaii like I did? <laughs> and instead be like, oh, what are you doing for spring break? Oh, you're going to visit your grandparents in, like, Auburn. Cool. That's fun. What's yeah. it like down there? I've never been. So, yeah, and just being like... Oh, yeah, that's right. We went to middle school together. We were in the same science class. Yeah. yeah. I do not like middle school me. Like, I've I've buried middle school me. No, because like... same. Middle school me, that was a problem. I had a fun couple middle school years. That was middle great. school was a lot. I was not like you guys. I just slept in middle school. You just <laughs> loved me a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Aren't you literally like a freshman? No, I'm a junior. Oh. No. <laughs> it was here like two years ago. True. You give me freshman vibes. <laughs> But I mean, to be fair, you got one semester of in-person high school, and then everything else just changed, so. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you're basically a freshman at heart. This is my second semester. It's like we're basically sophomores, so. Yeah. Yeah. I want to feel like a senior. I don't think I'm a senior. Before we went back to school, one of my friends told me, like, "I'm, I'm excited to be a senior because it means I can, like, actually help the newer theater tech students. And be, like, a guiding teacher for them. And my friend's like, they're not going to listen to you. You're basically a freshman. I'm like, that's not, that's not true. I don't I'm, feel- a, I'm a senior. He's like, you don't look like a senior, though, Faith. Like, you're, you're tiny. You, you yeah. Somebody- you're not going to fare well. Ha! Huh. Joke's on him, though, because um, everyone in my second period tech class relies on me to do everything. Someone legitimately asked me if I was a freshman, and when I said no, they were like, oh, I'm sorry, you still have light left in your eyes. And I was like, oh! (laughs) And I was like, wow! That's really unfortunate. That sounds like Roosevelt. (laughs) That's just a Roosevelt thing to say. I also don't feel feel like a senior. I feel like a senior citizen. (laughs) (laughs) 
my back hurts so bad from carrying my entire school. I feel like <laughs> there, there's the Roosevelt like progression. Like yeah. I was a scared freshman. Well, COVID sort of messed with everything. And yeah. then sophomore year, I was like, okay, I'm starting to figure it out. In senior year, I'm like. I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to cause chaos. No, literally. The way that we were the last freshman class to get booed, and we are now the most chaotic class of the school. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it's especially because Isaac and I have theater, and so it's like... Theater in and of itself is chaotic. Yeah. Theater in and of it, and yeah. we're the most chaotic part of theater. We have a group. You have not is, met the costuming department. We have a group chat that is all about creating chaos. Oh, we should fight on terms of chaos. You should add me to the group chat. A chaos we have a Google document of all of our chaotic ideas. Yes. You guys should see me when our it's group like... chat. Our group chat's called the Theater Tech Terrors. Okay. You guys should see me during Tech Week in the costume shop. Like, it's utter chaos for all of us. It's I was great. like, you want to you tell the people what you're planning to do to me at some point in the future? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Faith, uh-huh. um, your name is Faith. It is indeed. Yes, and there's a song from George Michael that that reminds me of. Uh-huh. It's going to happen at some point. Uh-huh. He was going to do it I was gonna during do a it. speech I was giving yep. at the fest finale. Oh, my God. And he was so close. I had the sound laptop. I had the button. I was going to click the button. And then our angel of a friend was like, don't do it now. She'll murder you. <laughs> Wait until she's not expecting it. But and at a point when it is going to annoy her. But not make her so mad that she doesn't speak Isaac, to you, you know what you for the do? rest of eternity. Don't give him Ooh, ideas. No, 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 no. What's, what's your idea? No! You know how uh, we're doing Spongebob? Oh, God. Yes. Uh, you know how, like, we have to rehearse a curtain call and all that? Oh, God. Maybe. Oops, wrong button. <sighs> not during the curtain call in the actual show, because I think you'd end up getting murdered by two theater teachers and Faith. Ooh, but, yeah. like, during a tech rehearsal... You yeah, know, here's here's the fun thing about SpongeBob. I'm I'm not in SpongeBob. I'm not acting in SpongeBob. Yeah, but you're doing tech for it. Yeah, but I'll be behind the scenes. No one will see my reaction. Yeah. And Isaac will be in the sound booth. Oh yeah. wait. No, I'll Shit. be on flyrail stage right. No, that's Mamma Mia. Oh, I was always just talking up. about SpongeBob. I might actually be SMing SpongeBob, maybe. Depending <laughs> on what that's also like I that's no, what you think. I also you like no me idea. better. Okay. Oh really? All right. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I also have no idea who's gonna be doing Wardrobe Master for SpongeBob because Callum and I both auditioned for the musical, and I was in ensemble last year, so I might be able to like get into the musical this year. And you can't do tech and be an actor if you're in uh, one of the musicals. And so Callum and I are like. To, like, I'd say probably the most advanced people in advanced costuming. And so I have no idea who's going to do Wardrobe Master. Oh, for those of you who don't know, who don't know I usually do sound um, for theater shows. And I do costumes or act. And I'm a set designer. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Ford wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Anish. You've just been leaving him out of this, like, ten-minute Yeah, you got to come to theater tech. Yeah, it's you at. should. Yeah, I'll probably do it next you year. You get to play this with songs. Should. Uh, I need yeah. my art credits anyways, so I'll okay, probably Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be like scenic right design I love how it's an art credit. Yeah. Like, look, it's I mean, art. Yeah, 
it's a lot of like uh, so yeah. much sawdust. It's really interesting because I'm actually uh, I'm actually doing costume design with my girlfriend, and it's almost our two year anniversary. And speaking of anniversaries, Isaac. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, I remember we I have a list of stuff we're supposed to talk about. All right, so um, this happened probably about a month ago because procrastination, um, laziness. But it is the the one year anniversary of the Four Seasons Landscaping Press Conference, otherwise known as the funniest mix up in history. It was so great. So one year ago, there's a. I'll put a link in the show notes. There was a press conference. So Trump had a press conference. And it was in this, like, gravel driveway with... Wasn't it in between, like, a... Was this a different press conference, or was this the one that was in between, like, a, a, um, a morgue, or, like, a morgue and then a sex shop? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! And, that, and then, like, it was that one, wasn't <laughs> Rudy it? Rudy Giuliani was there. Yeah. It was um, that one, wasn't so it? So it, it was this place called the Four Seasons Landscaping. They thought down, they booked it for the the Four Seasons Resort. That's the theory. Down the road is the Four Seasons Hotel. <laughs> and I think, oh, was it NBC or someone else? Did like a documentary. Wait, they did? Yeah, they did a documentary like On a this year entire later. entire thing? Yes. And they like, interviewed the people at the landscaping company. It was great. You watched it? I watched the trailer. I, I gotta watch the whole thing, but I don't want to subscribe to another streaming service. <laughs> I don't know. Or you can always pirate it. Yeah, I'll download it from somewhere. Isaac, <laughs> this is a podcast. You're incriminating yourself. Isaac I'm not gonna pay another ten bucks a month for something else. All right, Faith. Yes. I hear you have a segment as well. This probably should have gone with like Eloise's your Eloise's like Instagram thing. We can jump around. It kind also, of as it can move it like no, 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 no. I'm not gonna move things around okay. too much. That's it why I said rambling with Isaac because we just mix topics around. True, it we do mix topics keeps around. Keeps going. Okay, we're just yeah. a group of white people being like piggy, piggy off that. You're not. <laughs> okay. But like the three of us being like piggybacking off that, oh, yeah. trampolining off that, rocket sciencing off of that. Like. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I've noticed this in my past couple yearbooks, and it really like. Is it so upsetting to me? Just the fact that, like, there's, there are some little sections that are okay, that are, like, uh-huh. um, pets. Yeah. But then there's, like, best dressed and, like, I don't know. It's, like, stuff like that and... Yeah, like, how do you decide that? Yeah. And it's also just really, like, there are a lot of kids here that can't afford like nice clothing and that's really hurtful like to put to like have people on in the yearbook who like are prized for looking good and dressing yeah like a majority yeah. of my stuff is from thrift shops yeah and i make it look good <laughs> because i'm hot but um <laughs> Uh, but, like, yeah, the idea of, like, having a best dress or superlatives that are about, like, yeah. putting one person over another that, like, aren't in, like, a fun way. Yeah. Like, I, or, like, aren't, a, like, an, an objective fact. Like, valedictorian. Like, that's mm-hmm. something you can measure because it's someone and who then, just has, like, the highest grades. And then there's the other, like, well. also with superlatives, like, for seniors, there's, like... Also, anyone else have to end up voting on superlatives or, like, on class councils and have no idea who the person is? 
They used to show the videos. Of they like, used to, yeah, but like, and like by the third one, I just feel like zoning out. Sometimes, like, yeah, but like sometimes I just legitimately have no idea who these people are, who they yeah. are personally, and like I just have to rely on their speeches instead of like yeah. knowing them as a person. Yeah, and I mean, like I think that's partially because of COVID, but yeah. also partially because we weren't actually given a chance to bond with the rest of the people exactly. in our class, except for like the very first day of school, and like uh-huh. nobody is like actually going to want to bond with anybody else besides their peers on their very first day of high school yeah like that's just objective fact yeah because it's like the first week and like people are like it's extremely awkward and you're adjusting to a three-story building where you have five minutes to get to class yeah you're like running down the halls and like yeah doing the shuffle but Mm -hmm. it's like the superlatives in the yearbook are also just so messed up yeah like some of them are okay but then there's like um I remember a couple of them best to bring home to mom it was the stupidest thing i was like what the heck is that about like i don't understand how first of all how do you vote on that yeah second of all why is why is like a category yeah it, and it's just so weird to me. I think superlative. Oh, and then the cutest could be couple, which is almost that's putting... like real person shipping, and that's very weird. And yeah. Like, don't like actually try to put two people together yeah. when if they're like just friends or like are close because that can actually deteriorate real people's relationships. My first, it's very much yeah. My Scott. first, yeah. like one of my first years of high school or my first year of high school, I have a really good friend, uh-huh. and we would get questions all the time it was like either are you siblings because we look alike or are you together and it was like no to both of those we're just friends and then your friend and then you and your friend eventually end up drifting just so that people stop asking and it really sucks like a lot it really sucks yeah I mean, I don't really have that problem with my girlfriend because nobody assumes that I'm not straight Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of nice but at the same time it's like all right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's all just really weird. And it I is. Feel like they yeah. should come up with more, like inclusive and yeah. like c- creative ways. Like do I don't know. Like funniest person. Like someone who's yeah. just like made a lot of really good jokes. Or yeah. like, or, like coolest style. Or like most likely to become a social media celebrity. Like yeah. those are like those are like fairly harmful. Like, oh. those are fairly harmless. Oh, they should... All right, if you're on yeah. your book, uh-huh. listen to me very carefully. Yeah. Match up people with the most likely thing they are going to put on Shark Tank. Oh. That's a really, really good idea. Yeah, yeah like, what's it's just... class quotes. Like, it's kind of... I Honestly, no one really comes up with that really good quotes. They should do, like, what uh, product they would pitch in Shark Tank. Yeah. Also, like, like, when do we actually get senior quotes? Because I don't know. Oh, I think I'm just, like, hand me a piece of paper and say, go have fun. Yeah. Well, there's so much about the yearbook that I don't understand this year. Like, I signed me and the other theater tech kids in my little group up for, like, senior friend groups. But we don't know when that's going to happen. All we know is it's going to happen during a second period at some point. Yeah. All the theater stuff just sort of falls into a black hole and then out comes the yearbook at the end of the year. And they just, oh, the production photos for Spongebob are going to be fun. Ooh. (laughs) Oh my god, they are. And the Mamma Mia production photos. Those are going to be great. By the way, the costumes are so pretty. Oh, they are. Yeah. The labels, though. Like, some people just decided to sew, like, four labels onto the clothing for no reason. 
under the clothing for no reason. And, like, Callum and I are, like, looking through it and we're like, help. Oh, I'm excited for Mamma Mia because I want to know how the heck they're going to dance in swim fins. And, like, Ooh. what's it? No, what's no, no, because that's literally a tripping hazard waiting to happen. Oh, it's going to be so yeah. bad. Okay, they better not be on the platforms. If they're on the platforms, I, I will... think we might legitimately, like, have to baby-proof oh, them. And nowhere near the orchestra pit. Oh, no, 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 no. We are, no, act- we are actor-proofing this entire <laughs> We just wrap everyone in styrofoam. No, literally, I, I we need to like, actor-proof everyone. I feel like the pit's going to be covered, though, because we have a couple set pieces that need to, like, go on top of it. Hmm. Like, we well, have, like, dogs. where's the orchestra going to play? On the stage. Oh, we can just pre-record Oh, wait, no, that's for Spongebob. That's for Spongebob, Never mind. yeah. Aren't we... Yeah, do you know what we're doing for, like, the music? I have no idea. Uh, Stu and Grieve said that there was going to be a live... Uh, there, there was going to be the orchestra, like, in the back, kind of. I went and saw a production of Jesus Christ Superstar, and they basically had two columns, and then on those columns there was, like, one platform each, and then the actors would, like, climb up and down and use them as set pieces, and then yeah. there would be people that were, like... In uh, the little holes, like playing music, so there's someone with guitar, someone with like violin, someone yeah. with bass, someone with drums, stuff like that. Yeah. So that could possibly be a way to do it. Are they going to like have every orchestra member sitting behind a different audience member and just like breathe down their <laughs> necks for the whole show? Uh, I think that would be problematic, especially if you're a bass player. But it would be so much fun to watch. Like, Maybe. the actors have to watch something, or they're going to get bored, right? The tech people have to watch something, or they're going to get like we. I will. I, Isaac, I will make direct and intimate eye contact with you in the sound booth. <laughs> on stage. <laughs> From on stage. I said entertained, not terrified. Okay. Oh, that's terrifying. I, okay, if I get stage manager and Isaac gets sound person, I promise I will, I will make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. Are you I sure know, about that? I'm no fun. But I have eyes, Isaac. I can... Hmm. Oh, no. Hmm. Bathroom's a tight ship around here. She knows what she's doing, which is a very good quality to have, because I don't, even though I'm, like, (laughs) technically the student head costumer. It's a problem. (laughs) I know my way around the theater department now, and that's dangerous. Yeah. Well, because... Listen, listen, listen. I pretend like I know what I'm doing, and everyone comes to me for advice because of it, and then I'm like... Like, it's so dangerous to be comfortable in the theater department and with the teachers now because we were comfortable enough to, like, create all of the chaos knowing that they love us too much to, like, actually get us in real trouble. (laughs) No, literally, because, like... Like, Stu and Grieve would love us. I know. Like, what's We know they love us. And therefore, we can get away with anything. What's giving me so much trouble is being serious at auditions. Because Stu and Grieve, like, know me super well. And so then they're like, hey, Louise, what's up? And I'm like, hi. I'm definitely going to hit all the right notes in this song. But, um, yeah. So we are able to do anything we want. It's dangerous. It is, yeah. We can go anywhere. We can do anything. And with, with, with some amount of caution. Yeah. I actually need to go. Oh, okay. Bye, Faith. Bye. Bye. I should, I'll come back at some, like, not today. Okay. okay. But, yeah. like, I'll come back next, for this podcast yeah, or something. Next session sometime. sometime, yeah. But we have, we have things to plan, so I can't Fair. guarantee. Okay. <laughs> next up on the list, I swear we have an actual list. Yeah. It's right here. I just go on a tangent a lot. I mean, that's where, that's what but we're here for. But not in math. I don't know what a tangent is in math. Well, like, they, they do, but. 
It's where you go like it's the like circle, the line next and then there's the like the thing yeah, over like there next to it. Yeah, whatever. I'm making a math joke. Anyway, that was a really hard math test in that one class. Moving on. Ooh. Okay. This is my story of the week. Okay. Um, it is, as you know, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Um, happy holidays to you all. And the Fox News Christmas tree uh, burned down. So for those of, of yes, <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, um, apparently some forty-six-year-old man um, lit the Christmas tree outside of the Fox News headquarters. I think it was Fox in general, include the Fox News and some other thing. Um, lit the Christmas tree on fire, and like the place where they're in on like a few minutes, like maybe half an hour. Um, they put it out and they apprehended the guy. And Fox News goes nuts. Fox News is like covering it like a big headline story for like three days. Tucker Carlson gets on there. He's like, this is a hate crime. It's an attack on religion. Like, it's just, it's just a mess. Have you ever heard of an accident? <laughs> no, 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 no. It has to be a religiously motivated crime. It just, it has to be. That's how you make news, guys. You manipulate stuff. It's it's news now. Mm-hmm. For Sensationalism for example, is a disease. For example, saying someone slept is not news, but saying someone slept for ten hours in a row or twenty-four hours in a row. Is I was news. gonna say, if you think that someone sleeping for ten hours straight is news, then I have news for you, buddy. Because I, I'm in twenty-four that's or forty-eight. <laughs> I've accidentally slept for like 13 hours, woken up, and then immediately conked back out, which, should probably, which I should probably get checked out, but you know. I always wake up and I'm like, well, I could get up, but that's a lot of work. Or I could go back to bed for another two hours. So I like try to fall asleep and I try to fall asleep for like half an hour. I'm like, fine. Let's see. Next on our list. Oh! We get to have a fun heated discussion about this one. Um, so, you may or may not have gone to Thanksgiving, um, and the traditional food at Thanksgiving is turkey. Oh, we accidentally cooked our turkey upside down, and it was really good. Oh, I've got to try that. Maybe it'll make it better, because I have yeah, strong opinions about Yeah, all the turkey. juice went like to the bottom, and then we flipped it over like a, an hour before it was done, and then it was really, really good, and it actually wasn't dry turkey. Because it's so. always so dry. I know. And you just grind salt on it, and then it tastes like rubbery salt. I'm like, why does anyone like this? I just eat the rolls the whole time. I get like one slice of turkey and like seven rolls, you know, you put like the butter on there and like the cranberry sauce. Okay, but like the best Thanksgiving food is mashed potatoes, hand down, hands down. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. If you don't include like pie and ice cream. Okay, pie, ice cream? Yeah. Okay. Are you yeah. not an ice cream person? Oh, no, I'm definitely an ice cream person. I've just never had ice cream with pie on Thanksgiving. Really, it's like yeah. the it's like all mode. It's like you got the yeah, pie, I do, got the I ice do. cream over there. Um, all I want to say is that I'm the only non-white person here, and I don't, I'm, and I'm a vegetarian, so I don't really eat turkey. So Fair enough. I have nothing to say. Fair it's, enough. It's bad. Honestly, but, you're really not missing much. Yeah. 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 My you can, friend, you can have the roll. Yeah, my you can have mashed potatoes though. Ooh, yeah, that's and mashed potatoes. I have it then for they're pretty good actually. Mashed potatoes go so hard. But um, last year during COVID, um. When we didn't have any family over, it was just uh, my parents and I. Um, we had steak. We didn't have turkey. We had steak, and it was so good. 
It was like, why does anyone deal with this turkey stuff? It's so hard to cook. It tastes rubbery and salty and bad. Why and it can't was, everyone just have like a nice steak or something? Wasn't it also like almost the national bird of the U.S. And then someone said, no, that's lame. Oh, I think it was. Ben, it wasn't Ben Franklin. It might have been Ben turkey. Franklin or yeah. it might have been Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Anyway, someone wanted it as the national bird. <laughs> and then uh, other people went, no, that's lame. And then it wasn't. And In the beginning, Okay, but like with turkey pardoning, why did they pardon the turkey for existing? Wait, wait, like presidential the, pardoning? Like the presidential turkey pardoning? Because you, because usually a presidential pardon is when someone's a criminal. So, like, wait. did the turkey commit arson or something? The president did the turkey like, commit a capital offense? Like, the president is like, oh, you burned down the Christmas tree, a little turkey, but that's okay. That's okay. It's, it's all like, good now. Like, why are you pardoning an animal that you technically don't have to eat? <laughs> it's like, don't worry, you're cleared of all charges. Now we're going to slice... And serve you on a plate. Yeah, I like to call myself vegan and everything except food because, like, okay, you know, but like, legitimately, like, I try to live off as little meat as possible, but I also have like health issues, and so I do kind of need that for protein and iron. Uh, but like, the thing, and I also have a couple food allergies that make it hard for like any other alternatives. Um, but, uh, like, I don't really agree with having sort of mass production or mass waste of animal lives that, like, like if people just end up wasting stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that if you go out and sustainably hunt, that's cool. And, like, there should be, like, and, like, obviously uh, raising animals to a degree and then uh, selling them for meat is fine. But, like, I just think that we shouldn't, uh, promoting an excess, especially like factory farming, especially factory farming, and how about it is to the environment? Like, if you're gonna farm, then at least make it ethical. I'm allergic to soy, so I can of tofu or like a lot of meat alternatives, and so um, <laughs> I know it's, I'm allergic to soy. It sucks so much because soy is like in everything. It's like mostly more of an intolerance than an actual allergy, but it's still really annoying to deal with, so I avoid it as best I can. But yeah, anyway. I don't agree in with, like, the unnecessary production of meat because I think that, like, that's just wasting lives of animals yeah. who really don't need to have that happen. But at the same time, I understand that not everybody is, like, going to like other options or actually be able to eat other options. And I think both of those opinions can coexist. My opinion on meat um, is that for something like the Impossible Burger, if it tastes close enough, like, I don't care. Yeah, like, fair enough. You know. Yeah. Um, I Actually, I once had like a side-by-side taste test with the Impossible Burger with, like, against like a real burger. Mm-hmm. If I had it by itself, it would probably, I probably couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Well, you could tell a little bit. You're like, oh, that is different. Yeah, I mean, usually with the Impossible Burger, it tends to have a slightly nuttier taste, while meat has like a more, has a slightly smokier, meatier taste because it's actual meat. It was surprisingly close. Though. Yeah, no, it's very close. It's just that there's like undertones. It's kind of incredible how, like, they figure that out. Although I think it'd make more sense for, like, something like ground beef where the texture doesn't matter as much as, like, a steak. Because something like a steak is going to be really mm-hmm. hard to recreate. Yeah. I had a meatloaf for the first time, and it was really weird and kind of good, but also, why? What even is a meatloaf? Uh, it's basically just, like, so you know a meatball? Yeah, like spaghetti meatballs. Like, a little bit looser than that. Uh, and then, like, it's got, like... 
sauce on it, and it's packed in a little pan. So it's a meatball, but a brick. Yes. A brick meatball? Yeah. Um, Why do they just make a meatball? Why is it a brick of meat? Uh, well, it's, like, a little bit looser, and it has, like, actual, like, sauces in it and stuff. And, like, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's got its own, like, flavorings. Hmm. So, like, stuff like ketchup and then tomato sauce and barbecue sauce. I I don't know what kind of sauces are in meatloaf. I mean, <laughs> I don't make a habit out of eating it. I think it's weird, but, yeah. If so, any of you are meatloaf experts... Please inform me of how meatloaf works. Yeah, we have another hour and two weeks um, yeah. for some heated debate on sure do. meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> the great meatloaf debate. Yes. Oh, we need we need to like sponsor like a series of stupid debates. Like like is yes. pink lemonade tastes different than regular lemonade? Uh also oh oh I have so many good ones. We got into a debate about what counted as bread the other day in my friend group. What? And, and I have the amazing quote of what's a tortilla? A tortilla is a type of bread. Like we were talking about what we were talking about like what counts as bread, what counts as like a flat bread, and what counts as like a cracker. A tortilla is a flat bread, a hard taco shell is more of a cracker. Yeah. What was your edge case that everyone was fighting over? Uh I <laughs> it started with me where it was like I I had a t- well, okay, so one of my friends made a sandwich on a tortilla and I was like That's more of a Taco slash burrito, depending. It on was how a PB and J. I'd still call that a taco though, because it's it's it a, was tort- on a it was on a flour tortilla. It's a tortilla. It's got stuff in it. Taco only defines the shape of the tortilla and the, the way that tortilla was flat and cut into triangles. What? <laughs> okay, you like lost you me right cut there. A regular sandwich. I'm sorry. Is that like okay. a sad okay, okay. quesadilla? Okay, okay. So make a quesadilla. And then put peanut butter and jelly on it. Wait a minute. It was, the wait, what? Tortilla, peanut butter, jelly, tortilla? No yes. offense, but no. that, that just sounds... And then my friend tried it and was like, I don't like this. And we were like, okay, understandable. <sighs> I just want to say, that, no offense, but it's really disgusting. I think that was very clear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible idea. Why? It's called stating the obvious. It's... <laughs> There was also one about whether or not Hotel Transylvania is an accurate de- depiction of vampires. All right, just until like I unfortunately week. missed that conversation. There is also apparently a whole conversation about biblical angels that I also missed. <laughs> just just last week, I learned that Transylvania was a real place. Yeah, it is a real Wait, place called Transylvania. I am yeah. really uninformed. Enlighten me. Uh, so <laughs> apparently, oh, I forget what country it's in. It's like a, one of those like sub countries. It's, like, uh-huh. it's 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 a sub, it's a Romanian, I think. Yeah, it was yeah, Romania. It's, it's a region in central Romania. Okay, yeah. I had no idea Transylvania was a real place. I no, it was, it's it's real. Are you talking about those ads on TV where they talk about a portal trip? Oh, it's in Eastern Europe. For anybody who doesn't know where it is, right near Moldova, Ukraine, Slovakia, Hungary, Serbia, Bulgaria. Those are its trip. Yeah, it, it, it borders the Black Sea. You're like flexing your geographical knowledge. No, I just Googled it. Come on, guys. Google's the best. Yeah. It is. Um, oh my god. Okay, I was going to scroll through my quotes list because there was another uh, debate that my friends had that uh, was really funny, just to me specifically. Well, she looks for that. I just want to say pink lemonade is basically the same thing as normal lemonade, but with a cool factor in it. 
It really is true. Okay, but like, does it taste different though? It does. No, it doesn't. Does it? It definitely does if you make it with actual strawberries. Definitely. No, no, no. Because strawberry lemonade is different than pink lemonade. Yeah. You walk into a store. Line one on the drinks menu is pink lemonade. Line two, if they have it, is strawberry strawberry lemonade. Yeah. So comparing, you've you've got three types of lemonade in play right now. You have regular lemonade, which is boring. You have pink lemonade, and you have strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade is by far the best, not want to lie. Fair enough, but is pink lemonade taste different than regular lemonade? It doesn't, but there's a cool factor in it. That's the best. Because I looked it up, and apparently, apparently there's no difference in the ingredients other than, like, food coloring. I mean, but it feels like it tastes different. It's it's the Fruit Loops and the Skittles domino effect all over again. <laughs> Wait, what is? Explain this to me. Uh, Fruit Loops are all the exact same flavor. It's just that they're marketed to be different flavors, and so your brain interprets it as that. No. And Wait. Then Skittles are apparently supposedly the exact same flavor as well, and then your brain is just tricked into thinking that it tastes like apple or strawberry grape. There's no way. No. No really? way. Yeah. No way. No. Let me just. No. No, they list the flavors on the back of the. Pack. Package. There's like the green one, and it's like apple. apple. Yeah. And there's like the red the one. It's one like is and it sort of tastes like that. It's it's not even that far away. No, no, the purple one tastes different than the green one. I remember exactly. like eating a green one, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. And you eat a purple one. Skittles like, oh, have good. different fragrances and different colors, but they all taste exactly the same. Wait, how do they have different fragrances and taste the same? Uh, you can like make them. No, oh, no, that's sketchy and weird. And I don't want to get. All right, we that. need a blind taste test. All right, next week. Oh. oh, the Independent did it for us, guys. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> because it's a slow news week, <laughs> aside from the Fox News Christmas tree. This is from 2018, so it probably was. Huh. Yeah. You remember 2018? Because There's... it's cheaper to make sweets with different colors and scents and actual flavors. Uh, so I guess the way that... So 90% of taste is smell. So if they just like put a scent into it... In a way, like, you could probably scent the dye that they use for it. Wow. So, if they just, like, put a scent into the candies and then just do it that way. That's why if you put a Skittle and dissolve it in water and you leave nothing but the white part, it tastes like absolutely nothing. Huh. Because actually... It's literally just, like, like, okay, so blue raspberry. What's the flavor of blue raspberry? Yeah, what is that? It was originally supposed to just be a raspberry flavor because blue raspberries do in fact exist in nature. They're actually just like a purplish color. And then like it's evolved into a chemical flavor. Same with with how bananas are genetically engineered. Sort of like like And banana flavorings are based off of old bananas that don't exist anymore. The banana flavoring isn't really banana. No. Sort of like how the grape flavoring is sort of turned into taste like And purple. sort of how, if you, I think, I thought the Airheads fla- mystery flavor was just literally every flavor of Airhead combined together. Someone from the Independent did an actual taste test that I, was like... I just want to say, the person who did this, why would he think of this? Like, seriously, how would he think of this? Like, randomly, I don't know, you think... Why do our skills the same taste? Did it taste the exact same? Like, why would you think of this? Like, you don't get those thoughts. I walk down the street every day, and I'm like, oh, is pink lemonade any different? Like, they just hit you. <laughs> it's like it's like a comment that comes down. Pink lemonade and normal lemonade is kind of common, but like, I I never really heard of people talking about Skittles and how they taste the, technically the exact same. 
it's mean, they are so technically the exact same flavor. They're just scented, and because our brains like scents, um, and use them as tastes. I swear then they taste, taste different. If it's the scent, is so that tech- part of the taste? Does that well, mean I mean, they taste different? So technically, in terms of flavoring, they are the same flavor, but t- our brain gets tricked into thinking that they are different tastes. But if what our brain sees is defined as taste and flavor is... Not to quote Robert Kolker here, but seeing is not believing. But but taste is defined as what we can say. There's sense. so much psychological stuff that happens around flavors and scents. It's very off-putting, but yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, many people in my life always said never judge a book by its cover. And I'm strongly against it because it just works out to my favorite like every time. <laughs> like those aggressive pickup trucks on the highway. Like they pull behind you. I'm like, oh, well, they seem aggressive. I'm like, well, no, no. I should be nice to them. I should not <laughs> accept. And then they like try to pass me on a yeah. I'm like, okay. The people that rev their engines. Oh. Like, I've, yeah, we get it. It's small. You don't have to overcompensate. I've had a guy ever once who was like, laying chairs like way out and then brake checked me. It was nuts. Yeah. I think if you rev your engines just to show that your car has an impressive engine, you're impressing literally nobody except the other car bros because I'd rather have a car that's nice and quiet so that if I actually honk at people, which I rarely do unless I'm in Boston because everyone's a asshole there. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I'm driving, I want to be able to have a car that's like quiet enough so that I'm not disturbing people because I'm a night owl. and But like... Just enough so that, like, people can actually hear it coming. You drove in Boston? Technically, no. But, like, if I were to drive in Boston, that would be where I'd be honking the horn just to fit in. Because I visited my... Um... I would... If I got the choice between driving in Boston and not driving in Boston, I would choose to not drive in Boston every time. Because my aunt and uncle, they live in Boston. Um, oh, mean... mine too. Well, outside of it. Waterfront. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they live in... Oh, Concord, I think. But, like, you fly into the airport, and then you're driving out of the airport. Uh-huh. And I wasn't driving. They were. Because um, no one's going to let me drive in Boston. And it's, like, think of, like, the craziest freeway, overpass, underpass, scramble, and then multiply that by two. This massive, like, twisting freeway thing. I'm like, how do you figure that out? The worst part is when there's, like, a road going under a bridge, and then Google Maps tells you to go up the bridge, but it looks like it's the same because you don't know, like, where the elevation is. All right. Um, oh, our next topic, Anish, I believe you have something to say about the PSAT. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, probably most of you know this, but the PSAT was horrible. The proctors not prepared. School is not prepared. Nothing was prepared. And it still continues to this day because... Um, Let's see. The results are supposed to be out on the 6th or the 7th. It's... They're still not out. It's the 10th. The results are still not out. And there are rumors that we might have to retake the PSAT. Why are they going to make you retake this thing, though? The the reason why is because basically what I heard was 
so every school gets like a college board code or something like a three digit code or four digit code our teachers were misinformed and they thought we had right to school like uh room numbers so we are like 101 uh, on one test 102 on our test 103 on our test 111 213 215 306 307 blah 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 so it's the room numbers so all our test uh things all have room numbers rather than the actual school's code and College Board already released all our scores technically, but the schools, but the school doesn't really have them. Oh, the wrong schools. It go, all our scores went to the wrong, the wrong schools. And? And they're thinking about doing it again? There are rumors. Uh, wait, but how does that work? Because the SAT, they had us do the same thing. Hmm. And it's the practice yeah. SAT. Like, yeah. why would they do it again? Also, it's the memes like, of the PSAT were so sweet. Oh, I miss those. I took the SAT and I looked for memes like, oh, there's no memes. It's so sad. I think because it's more official and the college board is more strict about that. Yeah, the PSAT is just like everyone gets the same test. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But there's something about the PSAT. Like, everyone comes together to take this stupid test. And everyone is, like, commenting on the stupid articles and the stupid tests. And it's just, it's a sense of community. It's like, yeah. <laughs> the like, only real good thing about it, supposedly, the P- PSAT, is this thing called National Merit Scholar or whatever. Yeah, same that's same that's pretty hard to get and functionally useless. There's some pile of money. The college yeah. board is like, look, we're being generous. So, look at our pile I of studied money. for the SAT and got 10 points higher than I did on the PSAT. And then I ended up not getting signed up for the December 4th SAT for whatever reason. And oh. I'm so mad because now I just have to live with my score. Did you get canceled? I got canceled like three times. You did? Yeah. Oh. I was like, you applied to the... No, I didn't get canceled. Um, I just, like, my mom set me up incorrectly, and so then I never actually ended up in the session. The College Board website, I had to use, like, Inspect Element and, like, muck it's around in the so code to make to the navigate. options show up. Yeah. So, like, every, like, and, like, I went through the process, and, like, apparently people have already filled out all the spots. I'm like, how do you do that? I know, right? Yeah, and so I'm kind of mad because it's, like, below the range for pretty much all of my top schools, and, like, I legitimately studied, and then it was just a brutal test, and I'm just, like, really kind of disappointed because now if I want to retake it, I have to wait until March, and, like, none of my schools have deadlines in March. Some let you submit test scores, like, after the application, but I don't think they do it that late. I'm applying to an Ivy. They definitely wouldn't. You could probably, most places do test optional at least. But. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, I'm applying to an Ivy for fun, actually. <laughs> Just writing essays for fun? Yeah, basically. The best part about, like, the college application process uh-huh. is you get to copy and paste. Yeah. Every school is like, describe I'm the world so you come I'm so jealous from. right now. Like, Isaac's been bragging about it all his entire it's life. It's so like, nice. Every math class we were in, he just keeps rambling about how, like, it's nice to just, like, copy off stuff. I'm a junior, he's a senior. And I can't wait to do it next year. Like, I'm super hyped. And he'd better be as good as he said. I mean, the essays are no fun to write, but, like... Once you write one of them, then you can just submit it to ten people and then be off of it. Yeah, like, school A is, like... The thing that's the most, like, nerve-wracking for me is filling out the brag sheet. Because, like, I have to... What brag sheet? uh, Basically, there's a sheet that your counselor will give you Mm -hmm. that's basically just defining qualities about yourself and, like, stuff about your school experiences. And it's, like, three pages, and also your parents have to write about you. My mom wrote four paragraphs about me. Oh, same. It was, like, essay length, and I was like, what? (laughs) Um, anyway... It feels really, really awkward because you have to describe yourself and like. It's so weird. You have to, you have to like 
You have to describe, you have to upsell yourself, but you have to do it in a way that's humble. You have to like talk it's, about yourself Honestly, so much. I hate humble bragging. Like it's honestly the worst. Mm-hmm. And then make like, me do it. Like I have to like talk about, oh yeah, I did this and this and this and this and this, but like, in like it's fine. It's fine. I did, yeah. I went MIT, you know, I went yeah. there, I went this. Yeah, like, like, oh my God. Like, uh-huh, I got an actual grad school professor of sociology to write me, um, a letter of recommendation, but like I'm not gonna include that. By the way, uh, North Seattle is planning to open new CS courses, new advanced CS oh, courses. Nice. I'm yeah. really excited for My that. My letters of recommendation are interesting because, like, apparently, with some of the schools, you have to have two from a teacher, which I didn't know, and so then wait, I asked, two from one teacher, two from two te- one from two teachers. Wait, whoa, whoa. wait, one like teacher gives two teacher recommendations. No, 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 one teacher gives one teacher recommendation, and then you have to ask another teacher for another teacher. Recommendation. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. And so I asked a teacher from freshman year, and I'm asking a teacher from senior year because we don't talk about junior year. And then um, one of them is that college professor, except it's sort of nepotistic because he's my dad's best friend. But anyway, and then there's one from my counselor who I've talked who I've spoken to twice, and both times I was crying in his office. So. And asking for a schedule change. So that's going to be fun to see how this works out. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, counselor's recommendation is really... Like, counselor what's recommend- the point of it? Like, I, counselor you- recommendation letter is when they're required for every single school I'm applying to, but my counselor doesn't know me personally. I think it's mostly just so it's like, hello, this is Roosevelt. Here are some statistics. And like, you know, so-and-so did well in some percentage of their class and they took these courses and whatever i think it's less about like oh they're such a good person because like counselors in charge of like 70 students you know at a time i think it's more just like information about the school let's see i think that's the end of our list yeah um, that should be it thank you to eloise and anish and faith for hanging around um as always you can find us on instagram at writer ramblings um yeah See you later. Rate us five stars. <laughs> or one star. Speak. No, 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 no. You don't want to make them rate us one star. Like. Or three stars like they did on Niche to give your honest average opinion of us. We are perfectly average. But we are still or the, below average. But we are still the number one Roosevelt High School podcast. That's it. Have a great day. Um, follow us at Rider Ramblings on Instagram. Um, and have happy holidays. Yeah.